Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekday Chat, where we like to meet with you midweek to talk about where we have been and where we are going. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to church this week. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm going to be there, and maybe you can, maybe you're not. We're sorry we're limited in space, but... uh... At least you can be online, you know, if you can't be here in person. So we're sorry we can't accommodate everybody, but we're trying to be wise and try to be uh, doing what the health providers say, what our, our governor directs, right? Absolutely. So this is Luke. You didn't say your name. Uh, yeah, I'm this Luke. This is Luke, yeah. as if you don't know. And my name is Steve, and we uh, we do look forward to touching base with you. We just concluded a month of a clear vision of Scripture and we've been revisiting just the, the, the vital nature of Scripture, mm-hmm. what it does in us and through us and with us. And I, I trust that you've grown in appreciation of, of God's Word and what it is. So last week was just one verse, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, correctly handling the Word true. And we basically summed it all up by asking three questions out of that one verse. Is the Lord well pleased? Is the work well done? Is the Bible, is the Word well used? That's where it is. So, uh, based on all that, because of that, we don't want the Bible to be something we just know. I picked it up and read it. Okay, now it's well. That doesn't make it well mm-hmm. used, right? Yes, absolutely. We have, we have to actually engage it, mm-hmm. bring it in, meditate on it, contemplate it. So, Luke, give us some just ideas on how you do that. How do you engage the Word of God just on a day-by-day basis? Certainly. Uh, make it a conversation between you and God is the mm. biggest piece of advice I could have. Pray before, after, during. Soak the whole thing. Talk with God about what you're reading. Make it something that really is truly alive. Um you and I both have degrees in the Bible, right? Like we have studied this for yeah. years and years. We do this for a living. And yet almost every day in what I read, I have questions oh, like, yes. what does this mean? What yes. in the world? How does this happen? Yeah. You know, so there, we have, are so blessed to have all these incredible tools um, at our at our fingertips to help us understand God's word and process it and apply it. Uh, good study Bibles, like you mentioned on, on Sunday. Um, there's some really good study Bible. I have several. I'll often go consult those. We have so many good Bible. Bible versions, again, like you said on Sunday, um, I love to get a different flavor, to take a little more word-for-word translation like the NASB or the ESV and read it alongside the NIV or something like the NLT or even a paraphrase like the message occasionally. And to read uh, the same text in three or four different versions of the Bible helps me to get a fuller, richer grasp sometimes of a particular verse if I'm having trouble understanding it. Um, Another thing would be don't don't do this alone. Uh, make sure that you're having people that you can talk with. I will often ask Steve or other people and buddies of mine and be like, hey, give me your gut hunch on this text. How have you processed through this? Yeah. And uh, with technologically, we have an incredible opportunity to, I don't know if you have the YouVersion Bible app on your phone, but if you do, it's a wonderful tool. Um, I read most of my Bible in paper, but I do still use the Bible app every day for things. And if you are reading in a particular passage on the YouVersion Bible app, and you go up into the top left-hand corner of your screen here, you'll see a little compass emblem. 
And if you tap on that compass emblem, it'll pull up videos for every text in the entire Bible. In particular, it'll pull up videos by some people called The Bible Project. And I think they are just some of the absolute best uh, free Bible resources out there. They make these animated videos explaining the context and the meaning of every passage in the entire Bible. They are excellent Bible scholars, and I highly recommend you take a look at what they do uh, just to help you understand what's going on in the text. What do you use, Steve? Well, I love what you just said about... about, uh, about not being alone in it. I, I, I get with five guys, five other guys once a week just for one hour, but like, and we're all reading the same thing. So we're reading Romans right now. And so I just made me pick up my phone because like every day, every day somebody's texting something about something they read that day. Hmm. Uh, Jeff one day just said, after he read heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ, we are God's children. Ponder that. Well, that, that one little connection it does exactly do that. It prompts you. Mm-hmm. So you, can, you don't have to be physically with somebody. You can even do it like this. Well, for me, one thing that's been helpful, and I go hot and cold, I hate journaling, but I will note sometimes in a, in a, in a dated thing, like in a booklet like this, what I read that day and maybe one thing that I want to remember. Mm. It just helps me think about it. If I write it down as well as think about it when I'm reading, it helps me engage the scripture. Like throughout the day, I continue thinking, or I could go back uh, sometimes the day before. What, what was I going to ponder on? Did I ponder it or yeah. something? The other thing I keep near me is this book, Faith Once for All. It's a, it's a theology book. Don't be scared of it. Um, you know, Luke and I, like we said, we have we have these degrees, but but really... We're always learning. Absolutely, we're, we're, We don't have all the answers. Yeah. We don't know where everything is in the Bible. We have to work at this. So this particular book is a great reference for me. I have it right there by me. And if I have any theological question, back in the back, I mean, there is a plethora of verse references here that I can turn to if I have a question, a theological question. Really good reference. This one's from the uh, happens to be from our church library, but really good. The other thing, on, on my phone, I have Lagos. And Lagos is on my, my, on my laptop and on my, uh, on my iPad as well as my phone. And I can go there and I can look up, and that'll cost you, you know, to, to have it. But, you know, we spend money on what we want to have, right? Yep. And most of us, we just have to save for it. But this Lagos is, I, I put in a reference there, and I have, like, immediately at my fingertips, like, 25 commentaries or Bible helps on there that will help me with that verse and understanding it. It's just and it is invaluable, incredible tool to use. And I don't always agree with what everybody's saying. I think, mm, I don't know. I'll check somebody else out mm-hmm. and, and see. And, and, you know, God gave us good minds to think through it to make sure. So those are the, the, the things that I use more than anything else, yeah, you know. Yeah. But we have to have good tools, right? Absolutely. We have to have good tools. You hinted at something there I want to push in a little deeper on. If we are all reading the same Bible, how do we end up with so many different denominations? Like, yeah. uh, where does this Yeah, come well, from? first I want to say it's not God's problem yeah. in communicating. He's <laughs> yeah. communicated well. We are slow to get it, for one thing. One problem is we so easily do not even use the tools of healthy, good interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to get into the life. There's a gap. I don't have my Bible with me. But there's a gap between that world and this world. Mm-hmm. There's a gap between where God resides, you know, and where we are. Mm-hmm. And so... Bible study and interpretation is about bridging those worlds. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if we don't take time to, br- to bridge those worlds, then we'll end up with an interpretation 
of a passage that is not intended at all. That's one of the problems. Also, you know, many of us have been taught by somebody. And sometimes we too blindly trust and whoever taught us rather than let me discover this for myself. Yeah. And so what happens is we bring our own biases then to our study. We've already decided what we believe instead of revisiting. Hmm, what if the guy before me was a little off? Mm-hmm. That's going to make me a little off, and I'm going to pass that on. And so these, we, we, we start dividing based upon those kinds of things. That's, yeah. that's another reason we do it. And we just we don't take the time. Yeah. We don't take the time necessary necessary to, to really dig in to see what God has to say. And the other thing is, we often put experience over truth. Mm-hmm. This is what I feel. If I feel if I feel close to God, I am close to God. Well, not necessarily. I've met people who said they're really close to God and who obviously are living sinful lives yeah. blatantly. Yeah. And I have to let God's truth preside over what I feel or what I think. And Certainly. that's hard to do. Certainly. Do you have any advice? Yeah, I, I wrestle with this idea of having a lot of different church denominations. Uh, the previous church I was at, we were the, the Christian church, and then we actually shared a backyard with the Baptist church. Two mm-hmm. churches, one backyard, and then less than a block away, there was the Methodist church. And we're in a tiny town, 500 people, and here we are, wow. three churches in one block. And it broke my heart. It honestly made yes. me mad. You know, think right. about if we combined our efforts, what we could do to reach this little town. Um, and yet, as, as I've grown... Um, certainly there are some very tragic things um, that happen with church denominations. Some denominations are a direct result of the sinfulness of the church. The African Methodist Episcopal Church was founded because the white church was prejudiced. That is tragic. That should never have happened. Other denominations exist because we don't quite agree doctrinally. I'm happy to worship alongside my Baptist and Methodist and even Roman Catholic brothers and sisters, but I'm not going to agree with them on every little thing. Right. but there is a lot of beauty in going to other denominations and learning from them. I'm under no illusions that what we have and are doing is the whole truth and nothing but the truth, yes. you know? Uh, God's words are infallible and without error, but mine are not. I had a charismatic roommate in college, learned a lot from him, and I learned a lot about worship and prayer from Eastern Orthodox theologians and from Baptist thinkers. That's right. And so... Um, Certainly, we want to know what we believe and why we believe it. So if you haven't signed up for Equip You, please go sign up. Um, and we do believe we're doing our best to be faithful to God's word as we right. understand it. And yet, um, the other denominations aren't evil, and we have a lot to learn, and, and, and we can worship alongside them, and we will in heaven someday. And you so. know, it took me a long time to learn what you're just talking about. It just did. I, mm-hmm. I'm a slow learner, and I, I, for years, was sectarian in my mindset and I, was, I wouldn't ever create division, but I thought that way, and I felt that way. And I had to repent before the Lord of my divisive mindset that was private just to me, and only mm-hmm. God knew, and really think, start to think, have an attitude differently, behave differently, all kinds of things. We want yeah. to go as far as we can to, to, to stand together, right? Absolutely. And that's, it's hard to do when we're silent— um, and often, like you said, an unconscious kind of us versus them mentality yeah. can develop. So how do we, Steve, dialogue with people of other denominations or other opinions? You know, we don't want to just totally avoid these topics. So how do we have healthy conversations about these issues that may or may not be salvation issues? How do we talk through these things? Well, one thing, I just think we have to let grace grip our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we have reduced grace to a salvation thing. And grace is a lifestyle thing. Amen. Because we're saved by grace, we live graciously. 
And so we always want to have that spirit toward other people. Also, we have to confess. I I tend to be a defensive person. I just am. I I don't want to be, but I've identified it in myself. I I have it in marriage. You know, Diana's been probably the greatest teacher of me of seeing that in myself so that I have improved in my defensiveness through the years. And I have to warn myself. And if we, we cannot have honest conversations with people with our defenses up. Yeah. You know, we have to be seen as the one always reaching, and we want to be reaching to go as, go as far as we can, even if a person who doesn't believe in Christ. Yeah. I still, yeah. as a human being, want to go as far as I can to walk with them where I can walk with them in life, right? Yeah. And, and in those conversations with others who think they must see differently— we want to affirm as much as possible. Absolutely, you know, and you know, I agree with you. Or I, uh, that's a great point. I never thought of that before, and I really, if nothing else, we can always thank a person for being so honest with us mm-hmm. and be willing to say exactly what they think or feel or whatever that is. We all, we all want to yeah. know that we are people of value that have things worth saying, yeah, and experiences worth relating, yeah, right. How Certainly. About you? No, I can't improve on that at all. I'd say just take James's words to heart. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry, and just say that over to yourself over and over and over again. And and the bottom line is, I hope that what we care about more than anything is the truth, God's truth, right? And the truth has nothing to hide. So we shouldn't be scared of people questioning what we believe. And we should we should want to question why other people believe what they believe. And by all means, if I am wrong in my interpretation of something, I want to find that out. I want to know that because because I want to know God more deeply. And so I think just being willing to have a conversation and be yeah. willing to be exposed. And so often I can just cling to something. Well, this is what I grew up believing. This is just kind of what I think without being willing to open that up <laughs> to questioning. Yes. It's hard and it's, it's so vulnerable hard. and it's scary because I don't know all the answers. But when we when we do that, we always end up better because of it. Yes. You know? I'm laughing at myself because yeah. I remember when I first <laughs> baptized people, I put my hand in the air. You know, do you ever see that happen? Uh, I, I don't, yeah, the old guys, like the old guys yeah, a long yeah. time ago always raised their hand in the yeah. air and baptizing people. So I did. I started raising my hand and somebody, some kid said to me one day, why are you putting your hand in the air? I don't know. He always did it. You know? <laughs> and I just kind of fell in line. <laughs> so I stopped putting my hand in the air. I don't yeah. know what that was all about. But, you know, anyway, we can do that with our beliefs. Absolutely. We just said, that was handed to me. Okay, I believe that. Yeah without ever really digging for ourselves. Let's take responsibility for our faith, right? Amen, amen. Steve has a great message for us prepared for Sunday. We're starting a brand new series called The Clear Vision of Dangerous Prayer. And prayer number one is unite us or uh, unify us. I don't remember which we chose. Unite us. Okay, they mean the same thing. You're the one that gave it to me. Okay, well, he's (laughs) preaching the sermon, so it'll be a good one. Hope to see you on Sunday, whether you join us online or in the building. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. It's our desire for you to grow in your understanding of Christ's love as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in Christ. If you have any questions about our church or would like to plan a visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you would like to receive our podcast every week, we encourage you to subscribe to the Plainfield Christian Church podcast on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.